Welcome to the Unlearning Podcast with me, your host, Shana Nas, Mindset and Women's Coach. Each week, I'll bring you an episode that will inspire you to improve your mindset, unlearn years of societal pressures, and begin to heal your relationship with yourself, your intuition, and your life. Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, feeling stuck, overwhelmed, or confused as heck in any aspect of your life, I'm here to support you in every step of the way. If you're ready to create a life that feels fulfilling, empowering, and authentic to you, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Unlearning. Hey, podcast babes, welcome back for another episode of the Unlearning Podcast. So first, let's address the fact that last week's episode wasn't delivered to you the way that I had hoped, and I actually didn't even realize until um, yesterday, I think it was. So I had to go back in and delete the old episode re-upload the new one. Anyways, I suppose it's not that bad being we are, we're at the point 16 episodes in, kind of winging it over here, don't really know what I'm doing. And that was like the first major blooper. But if you didn't catch last week's episode, uh, prior to me reposting it, it cut off like the first, I don't know, six or seven minutes of it. So it was like, started in the middle of me talking and just very awkward. Anyways, I still had people reach out and be like, oh my God, I I loved this part. I loved this part. When you said this, this is like really hit home for me. So nobody actually told me like, you totally fucked up that episode, Shana. Like where's the first few minutes? Like it just enters or begins in the middle of a conversation. Y'all are just so sweet and just telling me that you love it without actually being like, oh, think maybe something's missing on your end. <laughs> so here's your permission slip to please at any point reach out with negative feedback too. Like not even negative, just like, well, I'm open to negative feedback, but also let me know like, hey, I think something's messed up with your podcast this week. So you may want to go in and just double check that because it's as much effort as I put into recording and um, posting and getting these all set up for y'all. I still, again, don't really know what I am doing. So I had inadvertently deleted the first part of the episode last week. Anyways, we are moving on. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for being here. Big love to you all for continuing to show up. Okay. Uh, Love is in the air. Happy love day. Happy Valentine's day. Um, It's not what this episode is about, but we'll touch on it because it's here. So how do y'all feel about Valentine's day? Like what, how are we feeling? I feel like Valentine's Day, I'm just going to be like a tiny little bit of Valentine's Day grouch for a second. But for a lot of people, this manufactured holiday serves really no purpose other than, you know, maybe dredging up painful memories from relationships or that time in public school or elementary school when you didn't get a Valentine from the love of your life at grade four. Like it can just dredge up a lot of painful memories and they make us feel entirely alone or like unworthy. And that sucks. Like, no. So listen, this is not a real holiday that requires your time and your energy if it doesn't serve you. If you love Valentine's Day because it gives you a reason to shower the ones that you love with affection and like 
do all the things that make you feel really good, then I love that for you. Sincerely, I do. But if you feel extra grumpy or lonely or heartbroken, first of all, stay off social media for the day. That can help. Maybe unplug, do something nice for yourself. Getting outside in nature always helps. And remember that happiness is the absence of striving for happiness. So you have permission to feel whatever you need to feel today. And remember the holiday will be over tomorrow. So if you need to wallow tonight, it's all good. If you're, you need to tap out of the day, totally, I get it. And from someone who's in a loving, most of the time, relationship for 17 plus years, I personally... I'm over Valentine's Day. Like maybe pre-kids, it was nice to go out for like a snazzy dinner, an excuse to. Um, But how about we normalize doing those things anytime? How about we... How about we get in the habit of not needing an artificial holiday to show kindness, to show affection, to show those that we love and appreciate throughout the year randomly? or all the time, not all the time. Like I said, I'm in a loving relationship most of the time. So (laughs) let's, let's be real here. Like, I think we need to take the pressure off a single day, right? And the reality is, it's a lot of pressure. And the other reality is, John, as much as I love him, he could piss me off today at some point. And then I don't want to have to have that pressure of being fake nice to him all day long in honor of Valentine's Day. So yeah, just, just, if it, if you're not feeling it, know that that's okay. 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 So on to what we came here for. I thought I'd do an episode on the top five things that I would do differently if today was day one of my journey to self-love. So still on the lovey-dovey topic, but we're switching to ourselves, not expressing love outward. And I think the very first thing we need to start with, or even remind ourselves, is that none of this has to be complicated, hard, life-shattering, life-altering. It gets to be life-changing. It gets to be transformative, but it also gets to be simple and easy so that it can be sustainable. And I know that's what not what most people, when they are desiring change or creating change or healing or whatever, they want to know it's going to require effort. And if you hit the ground running and you hustle your ass to the finish line, then you win at life, at change, at transformation, at healing, at whatever. But that's just not the case. Like, let's, let's pause for a moment. If we've got that mentality, how many of us have, uh, a story about creating new habits, right? Where we, maybe it's New Year's, like maybe it was just last month. You're like, okay, I'm going to start, I don't know, drinking more water. And we're like, okay, I'm going to hustle my ass every day. I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it. And then you're like, well, nothing's changing. You go to a point, maybe it's two weeks in and you're like, well, nothing's really changing. I don't feel any different. So screw it. Throwing that out the, the door. How many of us have like a weight loss story where we're sold on this transformation plan 
only to miss the key to creating sustainable, lastable change. So as we hustled our way through it, we lost all the weight or whatever, we made it so fucking hard that in the end, we end up giving up on ourselves. Or in the end, we haven't created that sustainable, lasting change. So we're right back where we started. Guess what? Simplicity equals consistency equals lasting change and transformation. So again, let's think about making this simple. Okay, so number one on my list of things I would do differently if today was day one of my journey of loving myself. I would drop the complicated noisy bullshit and approach my journey from a place of ease and simplicity, right? Small steps make the biggest difference. So I'd stop the hustle. Okay, number two, I would wake up early, like I would. I say that and I actually (laughs) slept in today, but again, this speaks to, it doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be all the time. We don't get to shit on ourselves when we don't follow through with something, a desired change we're creating, and we miss a day. We miss two days. We miss whatever. We want to just pick it back up. And over time, we want to shorten the gap of time between those mess ups. They're not even mess ups, those skip days. So if we say like, okay, I'm going to wake up early today and you do really good for four days. And then on the fifth day, you hit the snooze, hit the snooze, hit the snooze. You're like, yeah, no, can't do that. The fifth, the, what was that? Fourth day, fifth day. Anyways, (laughs) the next day, same thing. You wake up, hit the snooze. You're like, yeah, I can't do this. The next day, I'm not going to pretend I know what number I'm on. The next day, hit the snooze. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. Okay. Then the next day, you're back on track. You're like, yes, okay, this is good. So then I'm four days in. The next day rolls around. Are you following me? I hit the snooze. Okay, I take a day off. Hit the snooze again the following day. Okay, I get right back into it after just two days off. So that's what I mean. We're shortening the gap between times that were moving away from creating this habit, right? So think about success or success, yes, and um, um, progress, that's the word I'm looking for, progress is being able to shorten the gap of time between each time you fall off the proverbial wagon or um, throw in the towel for a day or two, or just honor your body sleeping in can be an act of self-love too, right? So let's again, not overcomplicate it, but seriously, for me, I find if we're going to go back to the idea of waking up early, I find that waking up early provides me with either the time to really ground, maybe it's through a yoga practice with my peeps at the studio, or drink coffee in a dimly lit room in the back, either in silence or pulling a card from a deck, kind of setting an intention for the day or the week, Carving out snippets of time early in the morning are a huge act of self-love for me. So that's another thing. If it was day one of my journey to self-love, I would commit to waking up early, making that part of my routine. Okay, number three on my journey, or today, if today was day one of my journey to self-love, I would end the day with gratitude. And I know that for some of you, gratitude is such a hype word, um, 
And often it's because we haven't found the value in it yet. But I personally keep a little notebook beside my bed and I end my day with gratitude. Just three quick things. Sometimes it's only two, sometimes it's five. And again, sometimes it doesn't happen every single night. Sometimes I go to bed exhausted and I completely forget about it. I see the notebook on my bedside table, but it it's not enough to trigger me out of my zombie-like behavior and I just go to bed. But when we can create a deep emotional connection for the joy and appreciation we have for the things in our life, there is no room for feeling like shit. So that is the, the purpose of gratitude, right? We want to create this emotional, like this really deep emotional connection for the joy and appreciation we have for the things in our life. And we do, I do that through gratitude. So that would be the next thing that I would add if today was day one of my journey to self-love. Number four would be prioritizing hydration and sleep. So no more just powering through, like no more just hustling through every single day, this rat race of life, there is no joy in the hustle, right? Like, or there's very minimal. We've kind of glorified it in our society that it's this badge of honor, but in our physical and emotional bodies, hustle and powering through things at the sacrifice of proper sleep is, it's so awful. Like it's so not good for us. And I, I'm guilty of, you know, hearing people like, okay, I'm going to take the day off today and just kind of lounge around, or I didn't go to work today because I needed just a day. Like I just wasn't feeling it and I needed a day. And I'm guilty of thinking like, oh my God, I could never do that. Like I could never not go to work because I'm exhausted, or I could never not go to work because I'm listening to myself enough to say, I need rest right? And that is so backwards. So we want to start prioritizing sleep. And then the other thing is hydration is king, right? Like we all know how much better we feel when we stay hydrated. You feel tired, you feel exhausted. It's probably that you haven't drank enough water yet today. You feel, not always, of course, I'm not discounting that there are probably real things going on in your body if you're tired and exhausted for plus days. And having a clean kitchen, waking up to a clean kitchen is so good for my mental health and everybody else's health that lives in this house. There are just some parts of my home that make me feel really freaking good when they're tidy, when they're cleaned up. And I don't mean like my mom has come over and cleaned my kitchen because that's like next level clean. Like I aspire to be like her, but she's just, she's just a rocket. Like I can't keep up with that. So anyways, I mean like tidy, clean dishes in the dishwasher or dishwasher empty, the sink is empty, like counters are wiped down, everything's tidy, just feels so good for me to wake up to. So of course, you're not going to adapt all of my one to five things that you would do if today was day one of your journey to self-love, but maybe there is. Like think about things in your home that make you fucking crazy. And then you shit on yourself all day or it just sets your mood and then there's no, if you wake up to, for me, a dirty kitchen, like an untidy kitchen, it sets my whole day in this like, I'm angry, gritting my teeth type morning. 
And then if I don't have the awareness, the ability to correct that, then it's going to carry with me throughout the day. And then my poor office partner at work is going to feel it or my kids are going to feel it or whatever, right? So just think of like, is there a part of your home that if it's not tidy, really affects your mental health or how you feel about yourself, how you feel about those that are in your space with you? Like, (laughs) yeah, I could go on about laundry and all the things, but that's not what you're here for. So, but think about it, right? Like, does it, does that part resonate with you? So I think that again, we need to simplify it. And The reality is if day one was truly my first day of um, my journey to self-love, I wouldn't start with five things. Those are just my top five things that I would do in this journey if I was starting over. Things that really impact me. But again, the reality is we don't want to start with five. We want to make it simple. Start with one right? Like start with one thing that makes you feel really freaking good and then do it every day or do it as many times as possible. And then you stack a new thing in there. So we think about habit stacking. So um, if ending the day with gratitude is one of the ones you're going to start or start the day, like don't, it doesn't have to be the same as me, start or end of the day or whatever, anytime throughout the day, you've been really consistent. You've started that. It's starting to make you feel really good. Then you bring another one in and what's another one you could stack together. Maybe it's the waking up early. So we're already in the habit of maybe you start your day with the three gratitude things. So then we stack the idea of waking up early. So then we say, okay, we're three weeks in, feeling really good. I'm I'm content. I'm confident in making this sort of a new part of my routine that makes me feel really fucking good. So now I'm going to start waking up earlier, just a little bit earlier. Maybe it's 10, 15 minutes earlier so that I sit with maybe a coffee and my journal and I express gratitude, my three things, and then I go on with my day. And then you, so you've stacked those two habits together and they become a habitual thing on their own. And then you slide the next thing in and the next thing, if it works, like you don't have to have five, six, seven, like you don't have to have any specific number. Let's just think about what things make us feel really good in ourselves. Because then we know the benefits too of doing things that make us feel really good, shift us into that state of alignment. And then we're like, huh, this feels so good, right? Okay. I see too many people who set out on these healing journeys or journeys to self-love or journeys to transformation or change, and then they get caught up in doing the things right, perfecting the things, each step, right? Instead, what if we just made things easy and made things about feeling good and feeling good was the focus of each day, not right, not perfection, just feeling good. And I guarantee you'd see like, a hundred times more sustainable results than any like quick fix. No, like let's just, let's just make it about feeling really good every day. And the reality is whatever this day this is for you, one or day 300, healing is not about fixing or changing yourself. It's about remembering who the fuck you are and who you've always been, right? mic drop. Boom. (laughs) Okay. Um, 
So if I offended anybody about my views on Valentine's Day, know that I love and appreciate you and I don't need a day to tell you that. So thank you for being here. If you need any more help or guidance on like, hey, I really feel the pull to do something and make some massive change, I'm here to help you. And we can make it really simple and really easy and really sustainable so that it's not one of those things that we do for 30 days and then we're like, well, I'm just going to fall right back into my old patterns. No, we're not doing that anymore. Unsubscribe to all of that, okay? All right. I love you guys so much. Happy V-Day. I will catch you on the next episode of the Unlearning Podcast. Ciao. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you are inspired, please be sure to share with a friend or leave a rating and review. If we aren't already connected, follow me over on Instagram at I am Shana Noz. And until next week, keep inspiring and remember you are so, so capable.